you get a text on your phone, that's already personal. Because your device, your phone is like your most cherished possession. And for them to reach out to you on your phone, you automatically like kind of got that connection a little bit. So it's, it's genius the way that they decided to attack this. Welcome to Curved Angle, your topical news with a twist. So I know that you mentioned earlier that um, that you were dabbling in, I guess, uh, volunteering with, uh, of course, with the Senate runoffs and everything. Could you tell me a little bit more about that, like maybe why you decided to or how it feels important to you? Yeah, so, uh, well, this is a, um, <laughs> a crazy time. And, you know, going into 2020, I did not realize that, you know, I knew that that it was time for the new election, you know, the new presidential election, but I didn't know that it would be this crazy with COVID and everything. And um, and I didn't know I would be this involved. I didn't know that, you know, to flip the Senate would be so important. Um, so I guess I got involved because uh, for one, one of my friends, he's uh, very heavy into um, getting students to vote. He's very heavy into civic engagement, and I figured I would help him out. Uh, so he was doing this campaign where he was trying to get uh, college students to to work the voter polls. And I saw he was like heavily into that, and I got really motivated. And I was like, you know, let me just help my friend out. And plus, you know, I just want to get involved in the community. So I did the um, I did one of the uh, the local elections. Um, I forgot which one it was. Um, I think it was in October. I want to say September, October, something like that. So I did uh, early voting for for that, and then you know fast forward to I want to say November. You know, in between October and November, I'm getting all these text messages from random numbers saying. Um, you know, let's flip the Senate, you know, are you, do you have a plan to vote and all this stuff? And, you know, I was impressed and, you know, I'm getting all these random calls and stuff and, you know, and I'm hearing about the, uh, the runoff election and, you know, usually I asked some older, uh, older gentleman about it, um, like an older lawyer, cause I'm not used to runoff elections and stuff. And I asked him, Hey, uh, should I go vote early for the runoff election? He's like, nah, don't, don't worry about going early. There's not going to be a line because, you know, runoff election, that's not really a big thing. And <laughs> lo and behold, when it was time for um, the runoff election, the, the first day of early voting, I went and there was a, a line, like it was just like a regular, you know, election day. So um, a regular voting day. So, you know, that really interested me. And then I started noticing like this, this runoff for Senate is big and, you know, I just wanted to be a part of history and I wanted to help inform people to get uh, registered to vote. I mean, not registered. I want to inform people that, Hey, you need to make a plan to vote because this is big and we have a, a chance to change the direction of the future of America. So, you know, I, there was, I got this one text message saying, Hey, um, if you want to get involved in, you know, helping John Ossoff's campaign uh, by doing, you know, uh, reaching out to your your friends via text or whatever, 
um, you can sign up right here. So, you know, I signed up for the texting campaign and, you know, I reached out to you and here we are right now. So I know that was a long-winded answer, but yeah. So. No, it was a really great one because I don't think I've been this bombarded by phone banking um, in my entire life in the 2020 elections was I just <laughs> encouraged to vote this night. But I guess in that regard, because I know that you mentioned that you um, got involved um, to, you know, be in the community and work with others to hopefully sustain a better future. Do you do you think, though, that at a national level, we could get to that point where it's more community-centric and less corporate? Yeah, I think so, because, I mean, especially if we have this type of push on the future local elections and just this, this type of... Um, this type of push and this type of media and all these people getting involved and you know this senate runoff has created jobs and i think if we can do the same if we can treat the future local elections like we're treating this senate runoff um i think there's you know a chance because i think you know just voter education is important you know um i was talking to someone about this earlier like a over the summer, you know, um, we always get told to register to vote, but then after that, it's, it's nothing, you know, there's no more information. So I think we need voter education and an incentive to to vote and an incentive to um, spread the word to our people and to the community. And I think like I said, if if we treat our future local elections like we're doing this runoff, then yes. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. When I was researching around and I learned more about voter caves, particularly I know some organizations were doing that in between the early voting process, I believe in between the 14th, December 14th and the 19th, where they were basically almost um, – like in these limousines and cars, just almost a, it's almost like a parade about it though, just to get people excited, you know, to vote. So did you recognize at least why you were volunteering any incentives or any sort of, I guess, advertising that sort of implemented like, Hey, you know, this is a good thing or, Hey, if you vote, you could get this. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I had mentioned earlier, um, for the John Ossoff, Ossoff uh, texting campaign, they were offering an incentive of up to $500 a week, you know, if you were to, you know, reach a certain amount of people or whatever. And, you know, that really attracted me. And also, when I was doing work in the polls, when I was <laughs> working the voter polls, <laughs> Um, there was an incentive to that too. I mean, you got paid for your training and you got paid for, you know, however many days you were, um, working the voter polls. So, yeah. Wow. That's really fascinating too, because I know in some areas, like say, um, for example, the goodwill or something, they still were offering positions, right? Where you could, um, basically, 
work and go old fashioned, like door to door to ask people, you're like, hey, you know, where's your stance on voting? Well, either have you voted already? So it's really fascinating to hear that, though, because I was like, these checks, I'm like, how are they getting paid for this? I don't know. I guess it's just interesting, depending on uh, which region you are, which comes to my next question. Did you ever receive, I guess, any texts that either um, was referring to you in like a different name entirely or just saying or I guess coming from a place that was from a different county? Um, You know, the thing that surprised me most about getting all these text messages is is. Um, what number is this? Like, how am I in your your phone log? <laughs> you know, because I was just getting random numbers texting me. And I'm like, I didn't have this number saved before. And um, I would get calls from, so I live in Atlanta now, but before that, I lived in, I spent a lot of my life in North Carolina. So I would get a lot of calls and texts from North Carolina um, about the local elections over there. So that was uh, surprising to me that they still had me in their log, you know, to call and stuff like that. I haven't been registered to vote in North Carolina for over for probably 10 years now. So I thought that was funny. Yeah. And I think I do have the answer for that because Okay, usually when you vote, that's the part that they keep private, but apparently the information about you just going out to vote, they keep very public. And I think that's how nonpartisan, I guess both independent and government associations find out about your phone number, email, or whatever, and then contact you about, you know, who they're representing and different resources like that. Hmm. Which I guess is just pretty crazy because I'm like, hmm, how did you? It always is interesting because I'm like, okay, did they just attend a meeting or is it? I don't know, but apparently it's not illegal. Yeah, I mean, at a point, you know, it kind of gets annoying, but then I realized that, you know, you know, my area, my I still have the a North Carolina phone number, and you know, I realized that they probably just do a large pool. And I just realized it's just a part of the game. So True. Maybe it will calm down for a little while after the runoffs, but Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So after <laughs> I know after election period, you know, things will calm down and they'll stop hitting my phone. But, you know, with the way things have been going this year or in twenty twenty, I've been getting all these random text messages like lose you know, lose 32 pounds <laughs> in a month and like, okay, I'm going to have to change my number now, you know, because this is getting way out of hand. If that stuff keeps going on, like these, you know, unsolicited advertisements and stuff straight to my phone. So, yeah. Right. Definitely. Did you have to go by any guidelines since you were associated, you know, with, with the um, college or um, as a student, did you have to go through any special, um, I guess, rules or restrictions? So I want to say I know, so we had a uh, meeting, and I can't recall everything, but, you know, we had to use a, a texting app 
not a texting app. We had to use a specific app to log the data. And they just told us to reach out to friends and family that you had in your phone. So th those are the only guidelines that I can really remember. There was this organization, I believe, earlier in the summer before the election and everything, and they would do, like, these, um, I guess, kind of college meetings and stuff to help with um, early career and different resources like that. And sometimes they, at the end of, like, a speaker series or something, they would say, okay, we're going to spend the next 30 minutes doing phone banking in a different state entirely. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was fascinating because, you know, with you it's more family and friend orientated, but on the other side, if you're trying to get people in, yeah, North Carolina or just neighboring states to vote, you would get a sort of web browser extension or something, and then you would get randomly connected with different people in order to ask them about their voting status. So I think it's fascinating considering what region you are or either, because some people think, okay, well, it's like a specific one little thing, like, hey, just family and friends. Others are just like, hey, we're trying to reach as many people as possible. It does not matter. So. Yeah, I think that was their goal as well with the, the Ossoff campaign and Warnock campaign, because when I did the training for the texting thing, it was the training was ran by people that was in a different state <laughs> that joined onto the the campaign. Like uh, one of the trainers was living in Arizona, so mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they reached out to a lot of people to get them on this initiative to flip the Senate. You know, not just locally, not just in Georgia. I think it's just na a nationwide thing. But I remember them just telling us, reach out to these people your friends and family in your contact list. Exactly. And there there was also, yeah. No, I didn't mean to cut you off, my bad. Oh, I just meant exactly, like, you go on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and there's, and ever since I signed up to do the, the texting thing, multiple, there's been multiple opportunities. You know, I had an opportunity to do uh to get on the phone and like call people, you know, cold call people, um, you know, lots of events like meet and greets to meet, you know, John Ossoff and, you know, concert opportunities and just so many opportunities just to get involved in the community. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I noticed that too, particularly when, and it's funny because this is a runoffs, but I was, before I had actually voted, I was still receiving, e well, mainly text messages that would say, hey, are you free today? Come at between 2 or 4 p.m. to this place. That's about six or so miles away from where you live because they're going to be doing a party or something to encourage, you know, more voting. And all I was, man, this is really cool and also this is really strange because I'm like, dang, I haven't voted mm -hmm. yet, yeah, but y'all like, you know, turn up for this event that involves voting. So yeah, yeah, it's strange. <laughs> They're yeah. like, it's strange when they say, "Okay, this is six miles away from me." <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Yeah, 
it's probably just some deeper interlocking, like, hmm, okay, there's this democratic uh, debate, sorry, not debate, but uh, event here. Okay, so who are the neighboring people who voted in the last major election so we can contact them and tell them to come over here and have a good time and possibly learn more about candidates and things like that. So, Mm -hmm. but I guess it is interesting. It goes back to that community sort of feel where you don't have to, it's not, it makes it feel, I guess, more personal because it is so close and you do get to interact with people who live around as you and, get a better idea about not just voting, but I guess what you want out of these larger positions of power and how, you know, you want that to help in your community and things like that and make things better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they made it more personal. Like you're saying, they made it more personal um, by not going the traditional route, you know, you get a text on your phone, that's already personal because your device, your phone is like your most cherished possession. And mm-hmm. for them to reach out to you on your phone, you automatically like kind of got that connection a little bit. So it's, it's genius the way that they decided to attack this. Yeah. Do you think that you will volunteer in any future elections or even just more local or state runoffs? Yeah, of course. The reason why I started doing the working the voter polls and getting involved with the Ossoff campaign, the texting thing, is because I want to be more involved in the community. And um, so, yeah, I definitely want to continue, you know, working in the community. That's something I'm very passionate about. And, yeah, I just want to change the world for the better. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. I have one shout-out. So <laughs> I would like I would like everyone that has a phone, that has a laptop or any type of technology, if you need any type of repair or if you need to buy a tech device, come see me at... Rectech in Marietta that is my new storefront we're having a grand opening on January 16th and we're open for business right now but we're doing a grand opening and on January 16th so if anybody wants to buy a phone or get your tech device repaired come see us at Rectech in Marietta woo y'all get on that <laughs> Yeah, that's my thing. That's what I've been working on.